welcome to a brand new episode of the Film Cinema Movie Podcast. In this episode of the Film Cinema Movie Podcast, we are going to be talking about the Mortal Kombat movie which came out in 2021, which just came out. We'll also discuss about how the general trend is going on in terms of movies that have been adopted from video games with special reference to Assassin's Creed movie. The reason being that the Assassin's Creed series and the Mortal Kombat series are comparable in terms of the amount of time these series have been running and the number of individual games that has come out in each of these series. Now when we talk about video games in general, not I'm not talking about the recent your cyberpunks or your Red Dead Redemption 2s which have got a pretty flashed out stories, very satisfying, very driven stories that suck you in and in fact I would say these are movies that run for 60 hours or 40 to 60 hours so these stories are that great I'm not talking about these games which have got a specific focus on storytelling I'm talking about games in general so in general the very process of creating the content in games as well as in movies is polar opposites for games the process goes something like this first of all the developers figure out the gameplay then the story is built around the gameplay so that everything makes sense however in the movies everything that is the total opposite we have got the plot and the script first that comes out first the story comes out first and then the everything the scenes or the sequences are figured out so it is kind of opposite from this point on there's going to be heavy spoilers for both the movies both the assassin's creed movie in, from 2016 and also the 2021 mortal kombat movie you have been warned the 2016 assassin's creed movie michael fassbender starred and directed by justin cruzel left a lot to be desired in a game of assassin's creed you don't really care about the modern day storyline all you care about is going to the past and having fun and by the way if you have not noticed already by my extensive knowledge of games and all of that well i am a gaming nerd so yeah that's where that comes from so as i said in assassin's creed game the main focus isn't the modern day storyline the main focus is the storyline that happens inside the animus the basically the storyline of the past and ubisoft very well specifies i mean ubisoft is the company that makes the assassin creed game so that company is very what i should say is a specialist in terms of creating entire worlds in different time eras so the worlds that they have created for assassin creed are some of the most vibrant worlds the point that i'm trying to drive home is that the present storyline does not really matter however when making a movie you need somebody to connect to and you can't connect to the past character who, or to the assassin in which in this movie whose name is agalar because that's a, we know that that's a, that's not real that's something in the past and also that character does not have any dialogues or barely has any dialogues or if it does have it's all subtitled so we really cannot connect to this character so we have to connect to the present day michael fassbender and that's where the film stumbles really badly you have got a little bit of a back story of his mother's death to give him some emotional edge you really don't know what he's up to in, uh, from that point to the point where he wakes up in the cap in captivity so since we don't know anything about this particular character 
who is known as Callum. We don't know anything about his past, anything. I mean, a little bit about his past and what drives him, but we don't know. We really don't know anything about it in detail. As a result, his all of his present day experience be- becomes meaningless, and all we long for is the time he spends inside Animus. Giving credit to the filmmakers, so they managed to nail the point of uh, the past. The all the action that takes place in the past is really. very well done is and is very true to the series which is a, i mean the combat and all of that is which is a signature of the series and that has been maintained the unique feel of an assassin's creed game is there in terms of the action that takes place in the past however this episode is not about a movie that came out in 2016 we are here to talk about mortal kombat so this little detail that i gave you is just to give you an idea about what i feel about these kind of movies so now we are going to talk about mortal kombat and what this film manages to do correctly and where it slips if at all it does see mortal kombat the latest title in the mortal kombat game series was mortal kombat 11 so there has been 11 games in this in this series and each game having a story of around 20 to 40 hours so you can imagine the amount of content that we have here so the film being able to dissect everything in a single in two hour runtime isn't really possible or we shouldn't even expect that talking about the game series there is the story of the larger narrative of the mortal combat the battle between the realms and then there's the also the story of the conflict between each individual characters many of these individual characters have are well drawn out well written protagonists or antagonists with very definitive motives and like these are really flushed out characters so the 2021 mortal combat movie directed by simon mcquid opens with a sequence where we see the like historic ancient the f- most fabled rivalry in mortal combat series the battle between or the rivalry between hanzo hashashi ie the scorpion and bihan ie sub zero let me just say it from the beginning hiroki sanada and jo taslim who play scorpion and sub zero respectively are very accomplished martial artists and actors so the fight sequences between these two particular characters or these two particular actors are really well choreographed and these characters being proper martial artist portray the essence of mortal combat in its truest form so by starting from this part we are really drawn to this particular sub story of the mortal combat genre because there are many stories like the rivalries between individual characters the past um, altercations and all of that so we are in this movie at least we are trying to concentrate among uh, uh, into the rivalry of scorpion and sub zero so that's what the film is trying to do however the actual protagonist of this movie is kolyang who is an is a descendant of hanzo hashashi and kolyang is a character who is not present in any of the game so this is something totally new which i get this decision because here they do not have to follow certain norm, norms because when you pick out a character who is so much loved and so much like everybody knows about him because mortal kombat is there's a huge fan base so we know everything about every character and if anything by chance goes here and there then the fans will be there to criticize so i understand the decision 
by not having an existing character to become the protagonist of this movie the filmmakers give themselves sort of a blank slate yes there are well known characters in there however the main protagonist whose story is going to be the major chunk of this movie isn't already present so that way we have got a blank slate in terms of the story and in terms of character building this very decision of including this new character at some side at at from one angle where wherein at one angle from one angle this decision makes a lot of sense and it is justified and it does right by the movie there's also another angle by which this decision might have hurt the filmmakers as well in the sense that as i said the character building part well the character building of this kolyang has not been done properly we get to see that he is a family man and his family matters to him a lot and his wife and his daughter they all matter to him a lot however that that these people his wife and his daughter do not simply have enough screen time in order to drive any point home we don't get to see these characters to let the relationship between them the chemistry between them develop right you we are just jumping from action sequence to action sequence which as i said that's the problem i had with mcu which does not give us enough time for character building so when at the end when his family is being threatened and he has to find his akana because his family is being threatened to save them that moment which could have been very strong moment is driven its importance has been reduced very much because of lack of character building while talking about character building there's also sonia and jacks who in the game series are true allies however that relationship has also not been given proper enough time like there are sequences where i feel that things could have been better like the filmmakers could have made that scene a little bit more meaningful had they tried but they did not they the scenes that they are together sonia and jacks and emotional moments that they have i won't go into very much detail about that but those sequences could have been more meaningful at the end they i mean the way the story has been told or the way the film has portrayed these characters makes these emotional scenes supposedly in emotional sequences fall flat on their faces and also fan favorite characters like lu kang and kung lao who are the in the story in the mortal kombat story are two of the greatest champions in earth realms history these are the two characters who have been reduced to expositional roles these are the protagonist i mean these are the quote unquote protagonists of the mortal kombat series and these characters have been reduced to just expositional ploy and trainers for the n- new fighters that arrive i get it like yes you have only two hours and that's the way you're trying to go but however these characters needed a little bit more i think i feel that these lu kang and kang lao especially needed a little bit more lord raiden is present I mean his presence is justified and I am satisfied with the amount of time he is there and the job that he does that's totally fine with me but Liu Kang and Kang Lao man these are fan favorite characters you got to give them more time on the screen and also more important jobs I mean a flushed out role I think Kano seems to be the only character into into which some amount of work has gone into like the in order to make this character the there has been some kind of work that went into making this character 
and it seems like wherever in whichever scene this character is present he just steals the show no other character no sonia blood no jacks no cole young luke kang kung lao even lord raiden none of the characters match are able to match the energy of this character because i guess the actor has been given a lot to work with in this particular case which isn't the case for any other character in the movie so that's a bummer now coming down to the combat part of mortal combat as i said the battles that are between sub zero and scorpion or hanzo and bihan in the prologue as well those battles are the highlight of this film these are where mortal combat is at its best the hand to hand combat the martial arts has been choreographed very well it isn't like you adam in movies that you see it is it has been sensationalized with slow motion and sound effects no it is very real it is very realistic and that gives it the oomph factor however since the com- combat here has not been sensationalized in most of the cases when you see human combatants fighting totally cgi characters like goro that kind of falls flat on its face because when you have that kind of a fight you need some kind of sensationalization so like the filmmakers had to choose between the two either go very realistic or either go very sensationalized but they went when they went realistic so the combats between human characters is fine however when you go cg characters like goro with four arms and all of that that kind of becomes a little bit weird so that's where i stand on that and the brutalities and the fatalities i mean we don't play mortal combat just for the sake of the fights or the story we play it for the sake of the blood and gore like pe- people's stomach been cut being cut and their intestines coming out and that is present in this movie i was worried that filmmakers might not want to put that in the movie however they did like it isn't present a lot but it is present just enough for you to know that this is a mortal combat movie or just it is present just enough so that the filmmakers can do justice to the mortal combat the theme or the thing that is the mortal combat so we start with a fight b- between hanzo and bihan and we end with a fight between scorpion and sub zero and with the particular actors with the strengths that these particular actors have this is a very strong ploy like we starting high and we ending it high and the final fight is really really well choreographed and it like that fight is all a true mortal combat fan would really remember from this movie it is really epic and the characters are truly you see the particular dialogues like scorpions get over here and all of that so that's really epic and i loved it obviously the end of this movie sets up uh, sets us up very well for a sequel and i feel that this is going to be a very well flushed out series and we want really want that because when you make a game a movie out of a game you really can't do enough justice to the story or the game itself with a single to a movie like you had the witcher movie witcher series that that particular thing was a series that's why fans really loved it because that had at least 8 to 9 hours to develop the story and the characters to tell the particular story so we need a few more movies in this series mortal combat series to really be able to grasp the potential of this particular story in the silver screen and that's what like all fans want we want more of these movies we want more of the mortal combat the fights we want our characters the 
character shown in the movie to be true to the characters that we have grown to love and that's all it is and so with that being said we have come to the end of this episode of the film cinema movie podcast it is that time of the podcast where i give you my final two cents on the content that we are reviewing and rate it on a scale of binge it right now watch it during the weekend or watch it after a long long time when i really really bored so for this movie i'd give it a solid watch it during the weekend this is a great weekend watch you can watch with your family if and not with the, i mean if your kids i find it that if the you can like kids to these days are very much exposed to this kind of stuff this blood and gore and especially if they are playing mortal combat then they are really well aware of this it is something you can watch with your pals with whom you play mortal combat you have spent our countless of hours of mort playing with them one on one mortal combat matches and it is only fair that you guys watch this film together so that's that also I have been CP this is the Films in Ma movie podcast and I'll see you very soon in the next episode of the Films in Ma movie podcast